welcome to the Author Wheel Podcast, where we believe there's no single right way to produce, publish, or promote your work. Only what's right for you. In every episode, we'll talk about common writing roadblocks and how to overcome them so you can keep your stories rolling. Welcome to the Author Wheel Podcast. I'm Megan Haskell, award-winning fantasy author of the Signari Chronicles and the Rise of Lilith series. And I'm Greta Boris, USA Today bestselling author of the Mortician Murders and the soon-to-be-released Almost True Crime series. In today's Quick Tips episode, we are talking about goals versus resolutions. What's the difference and how do each of them work? So, Megan, why don't you tell me what is a resolution? I don't think I know the difference between those two things. Well, you know, I I think different people will have slightly different definitions, but I'll give you mine. Um, And basically, I think a resolution is a dream without a plan, and they rely on willpower for change. So when people make New Year's resolutions, they go, I'm going to go to the gym every day for the rest of my life. And that's just not really practical. And in fact, that's not even really, (laughs) really what their goal is. It's like, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, but they don't think about the plan to actually do that in a sustainable, logical way that fits into their life. Um, But resolutions are a great place to start, right? Like they're like the place where like you have the dream, you have the thing you want. uh, And that's good. You need to start there. It's just that willpower doesn't last very long. No, it does not. Yeah. And also, even even apart from not having, even the fact that willpower is kind of like a limited resource, also a resolution, it sounds like what we're talking about here is that you don't really have a, a plan to implement that. Oh, implement. Isn't that one of our keywords. It is. It is. Oh my God. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about that. Yeah, but you don't have a plan to implement this thing. You have a dream, a a joy, a a thing you want to accomplish, but you have like no idea how you're actually going to accomplish it. Yeah. Would that be fair? I think that's fair. I also think resolutions, when people say, especially like New Year's resolutions, right? They tend to be almost more of a punishment or an obligation rather than that piece of joy, right? Because like, it's like, oh, I gained so much weight over the holidays. I need to lose 10 pounds, right? Like that's a punishment for all the fun you had. Now you you have to do the work, right? And that's really not sustainable or our brains, our bodies are, we don't want to do the things that we don't want to do. That's why we don't want to do them, I guess. Wow, that was deep. <laughs> it's profound. I know, I know. <laughs> it's really profound. Um, no, I do know that um, it's more like, I think of resolutions, I don't know, maybe somebody out there will disagree with me, but I think of resolutions as more the stick as opposed to the carrot. Yes, yes, that is what I'm trying to say. Yes, yeah. that is a much, much better way of saying <laughs> And I have heard, and, and this could be an urban myth, Don't anybody email me because I have not done the research on this, but I have heard that psychologically it is more difficult to uh, try to not do something than it is to actually do something. Yes. There's not a lot of power in, I'm not going to do this thing anymore. Like, 
I am going to stop eating all sugar tomorrow. Well, that's difficult. But if you had a plan instead of sugar, I am going to keep my house full of fresh fruit and have apples and strawberries and grapes. Now you have something you are going to do instead of the thing you're not going to do. So, yes. So when we when we apply this to writing and not our health goals, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's your your New Year's resolution might be to finally write that novel that you've been dreaming of for years, right? You're going to finally finish your novel. Um, so that's your resolution. But if you're relying only on your willpower to sit down at the computer, and if you're not setting a plan or creating implementation steps or, you know, building habits, um, which we're all going to talk about in a bit, then it's the likelihood of you actually making the change in your life that you need to make to accomplish that goal is very low. Yeah. You people usually do it for a couple of weeks. There's an analogy. I, I know I keep going back to health is my old personal trainer self talking here, but um, there's an analogy everybody uses like the rocket ship analogy. So, you know, you have these booster engines that ignite um, to get your rocket ship off the earth against gravity and through the atmosphere. And then once it gets through the atmosphere, then those um, boosters fall off and there's enough power from momentum and from the engine of the rocket ship itself to propel the ship wherever you want it to go. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's kind of what willpower is in a way is it's like that it's that those those booster rockets they are they use a lot of fuel they're really hard to get them up and going and they have a point and a place and they're important but they're not going to last very long so you darn well better sh- make sure your rocket ship is aimed and that you have enough fuel to get through the atmosphere or you're just going to to finish and beat this analogy fall back to earth keep that momentum going out right 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 but greta because you have that experience as a personal trainer and, and fitness professional. Um, you actually know a lot more about setting smart goals really than, than I do. I think that's kind of was, was a very big part of your job back in the day. Uh, so why don't you talk about what are smart goals and how are goals different than those resolutions? How do we create that momentum? Right. So SMART is an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. And it's a pretty popular in business. I mean, it's been around for a long time. And some people think it doesn't work very good. And some people have changed the acronym, but you know, whatever. I'm sticking with it. Um, So first thing to note is that just writing down your goals makes them something like 50% more likely to, to happen. So I'm just, even the act of writing it down is huge. But then if you take it even further and you you look at these different aspects of your goal, so specific would be, I mean, we go into a lot more detail in this about uh, in our book, I think productive writing habits is the one we go into it. Actually, I think detail. we do it in both productive writing habits and publish. I think they both yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, so specific would be like, so say your goal, like the goal you said was to finish your novel this year. That's specific. I'm going to finish 
this novel, this, like whatever your working title is, you know, I'm going to finish this novel by, you know, December or whatever this year in 2024. Then, so measurable would be where you'd start to get into the more gritty, like how long is the novel? Is it an epic fantasy? Is it 150 pages? Or are we talking like a rom-com that only needs to be 60,000 words, you know, a lot less pages. I 150 pages. I didn't mean that. I meant 150,000 words. <laughs> um, I was going to correct you, but I decided yeah. not to. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No. So, exactly. so measurable, like how many words are you going to Make sure for you get here? your units right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, y'all. See, I'm not being very measurable today. Um, so, so now you're starting to get down into the nitty gritty. Like if you know how many words you need to have by the end of the year, then you can uh, break it out into how many words you need to write a month, how many words you need to write a week, how many words you need to write a day. You know, it's just math at that point. Mm -hmm. Then achievable, that's when you look at it and say, um, well, let's see, I I have a full-time job. I have three kids under the age of 16, um, you know, and I'm into uh, everybody in my family wants to eat healthy and I have to, you know, shop and cook every week and do everybody's laundry. So maybe writing this novel in one year is a pipe dream. You know, I mean, a lot of people set themselves up for failure because they're giving themselves a goal that is just not, I, you have to sleep. Mm-hmm. at some point, right? So that's, it has to be achievable. And then relevant is, does it really fit in, you know, the rest of your life goals? I mean, is it relevant to your life at the moment? Like if you do have a full-time job that you love and all the kids and everything, maybe it's just not really relevant to your life at this point in time, maybe it will be once your kids are off in college, mm-hmm. then you could pick up that goal. So that's, that's the kind of thing to look at. And then of course, time bound is when you just really implement the thing and you start putting things on the calendar and what days are you going to do what and all that yep. kind of thing. Yes. But now we're getting into the actual like implementation. So we we actually kind of did our little strategy here a little bit. We had our clarify in your resolution. What do you want to do? Simplify into setting your goals so that you know what you're doing. Um, and you have a framework around that. And now we're going to implement. Yes. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, yeah, no. So the the once you have your goals set, I think anyway, that the implementation piece is turning it into a habit and it's actually making those changes in your life to achieve that smart goal. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, it's like your implementation plan, especially if it's an activity that's repetitious or long-term like writing a novel, because you have to write every day or a certain number of days each week, you have to make it a consistent habit. Otherwise you know, you're, it's going to take you a lot longer to finish that novel for one thing. And you're not really changing your life to fit that goal into your day-to-day activities. Um, so one of the things that I like to do is it's the, we, we, we've talked about this in the past, but it's the Seinfeld principle, right? Where there's a story that, um, some young comedian asked Seinfeld how he manages to work on his craft every day. And basically Seinfeld came back and said, you know, 
you get a calendar, you put an X on the calendar every single day that you work on your thing. And the goal is to not break the chain. The goal is to have a long series of X's on that calendar or on that planner um, so that you're building that habit. And that's, for me, has worked incredibly well to help me continuously make progress on my work in progress, my whatever, whatever novel I'm working on at the moment. Um, so, so I think that's, that's kind of a key implementation strategy. Um, but I know Greta, you've done a lot with like habit stacking as well, like tying two things together, I think, right? Yes. Um, that can really help. Like, because one of the things I've found is that, um, I can get super distracted Mm -hmm. and actually I know this sounds ridiculous, but actually forget to sit down and write. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I, I know that sounds ridiculous because it's such a big goal, but say you are doing a long, like your goal, like we said before, is to write this novel this year. And it's not that long of a novel. So really, you only need to write about an hour a day. It is so easy to push that hour off and off and off and off and off until you don't do it. Mm -hmm. And so one thing you can do, if uh, like in terms of this one, is you just make it a habit that before you open your email in the morning, you automatically open whatever program it is you're writing in. Yeah. And look at that because you know you're going to look at your email every day. So that it, it, as soon as you open your email or you think about opening your email, you're now like, oh no, I have to open Scrivener before I open my email. Even if you don't go write, it's like open, it's in your head. It's a start. Yeah. You know, it's uh, in front of you. The other one that I liked that you that you did, um, at least for a while, I'm not sure if you're still doing it or not, but was the 50 words before before breakfast or before you start your day, or there was some there was something there. I can't quite remember how you stacked it, but it was before you could have your coffee or before you could not before coffee. Oh yeah, you right, that's right. That's that's me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's my my habit. I wake up at 6 a.m. and I don't have coffee and I go sit at my computer. But uh, no, but but there was something you did. It was like you had a 50 word minimum before something. How did you how did you set that up? I forget. I made it. I made it part of my morning um, meditation routine. So Mm. I would do my reading, my prayer time, my thing. And then before I got up from the couch to go get dressed and exercise and start my day, I would do 50 words. And no, I'm not doing it right now, but I'm also not. Uh, first drafting right now. Yeah. And it's a little different when you're editing or in a different stage of the production process. Right. But when you're trying to draft that novel, setting up a a 50 word minimum daily goal before the thing or before you brush your teeth or whatever, like tying two things, you know, tying the thing that you already do with the thing that you want to do and making it a minimum goal. Um, that can be a very powerful combination to make progress. Yeah, because I think sometimes it's that uh, breaking the ice is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. So for some of these things, so like just break the ice every day and then it's not so hard to go back in and get going on it. It's like going polar bearing, jumping into a frozen lake. You just got to do it. Once you're in, you're in and then you're fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. 
Well, if you would like to read more about how I set my author strategy goals and habits, um, do make sure to check out the Clarify, Simpli Simplify, Implement newsletter. It is very descriptive. We just explained a lot of the philosophy, which you go through this process over and over and over again in all aspects of things. And it probably gets a little bit repetitive, but I apply it to a lot of different things. So anyway, if you're interested in how I do that and some of my um, different planner spreads and things like that, please go uh, search for Clarify, Simplify, Implement on Substack or the link will be in the show notes. So I think that's it for today. Uh, next week, we are going to be talking about inspiration. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, keep your stories rolling. Are you an aspiring author? Stop by www.authorwheel.com slash stuff to download the top five writing roadblocks aspiring authors must overcome. Thank you for listening to the Author Wheel Podcast, hosted by Greta Boris and Megan Haskell, edited by Jim Wilborn.